Hello and welcome to Bergcast. In this episode, John and I continue our discussion with prolific writer, HWA member and Squawkstech Thargo, Maura McHugh, on the subject of Quatermass and the Pit. Along with our discussion of what is possibly Nigel Neal's most influential script, we touch on the complete absence of a Leviathan, why people are not interested in experts, the Nazi rocket scientist who nobody wanted, and H.P. Lovecraft's debts to bad archaeology. This is Birdcast, Episode 10, Quatermass and the Pit. Do we assume that the, the ghost that is seen is, as will be revealed, the, the hominid rather than the Martian? Yeah, I mean, it's it that actually, uh, well, this, the horned figure, which they start to get into discussing, I kind of get the impression that's meant to be the Martians. Yeah, but is, yes, yeah. that's actually an interesting question. Uh, um, but we would assume that the Martians are actually the antagonists in this, uh, mm. um, the echoes of the antagonists, maybe. Um, and so it is them that they, he would have seen, but not, uh, but some sort of, uh, not a very clear, I always get the impression that they're um, symbolic almost, rather than accurate, that these images that people are seeing. Mm. Yes. The, um, they, can't, they can't get in to the, the hatch at the front and their cutting equipment makes uh, make, makes makes no impression which makes me you know that, when, that if to take Breen's logical assumption that this is you know that it, well this is a weapon and if it's a weapon mm-hmm. it's, pro- it's probably a Nazi weapon but to take that to, to its logical conclusion I mean you know both the USA and the Soviet Union had had recruited Nazi scientists after the war to help to help them with their with with their with with their respective with their respective space races. Um, so if it is, then yeah, there's 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 there's, there's something that the that, that someone's holding out. If 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 the Nazis are a, are, are are able to do this, um, mm-hmm. von Braun uh, is probably there's 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 there's, there's further secrets. Um, anyway. We shouldn't be. I think shouldn't shouldn't, shouldn't be too harsh. Was it? How would you tell? Was it Otto Muck? Was the best Britain had? Um, yeah, I'm not entirely sure if he even made it to Britain. Oh, didn't um, okay. But Otto Otto Muck um, was after the Soviets and Americans got the um, got the got the Nazi pick, rocket pick scientists. The pick of the Nazi rocket Ot- scientists. Yeah. Yeah, Otto Otto Muck was the guy who's left over, who neither the Americans or the Russians really wanted, and he moved on from Nazi rocket science to writing books about Atlantis, mm. based upon um, terrible science, um, and which were justified um, in their accuracy and authority because he knew all about Atlantis and archaeology because he was a Nazi rocket scientist. Well, I suppose if then if Breen was just talking to him, no wonder he thinks there's there's plenty of Nazi tech that he doesn't. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. But I, I think the the point that Quatermass uh, makes, which is very uh, correct, is he says there's no way this formula would ever be lost. You know, yeah, exactly. if yeah. somebody, yeah. Yeah. it's Someone so it's it's the it's the perfect um, this alloy that the which is kind of uh, referred to, I think, at some point as a ceramic. Um, you know that that it would it's the perfect thing for a rocket ship which is what they all need so you know yes. he's like nobody would lose this yeah, piece of information 
and then now we have now we're midway through the story and to keep to keep things fresh we introduce a couple couple new characters james fuller, james fuller love the journalist from the first what a great name every exactly. time i hear that name fuller love no i worked it's I, such a great name isn't I, it? I, I i worked or actually um, i had a, I had a colleague at a, who worked at a, uh, a welsh university called neris fuller love and i'd never heard it before until i watched oh that was there it is where wherever um neil got that from but it is it is a lovely one as well um mm played by Brian Worth this time rather than Paul Whitson Jones mm -hmm. uh, but it's the first recurring character other than mm -hmm. other than Quatermass that appears in the series as well but also I think well, crucially crucially for the plot uh, the drill guy Sladden who's uh, Richard Shaw Sladden uh, yeah, yeah who's um, and both Fuller Love and Sladden are civilian this is the first time in the, in the, in the story we haven't got a scientist or a military as a, as a main mm -hmm. character uh, so mm -hmm. far we've seen I think you know, the, you know Miss Dobson or the, um, the mm -hmm. Chilterns uh, they've coloured the scenes as well, but here we have, I think, uh, yeah, so some more audience identification figures um, yeah. c c come, 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 coming, coming to the fore. And the other thing that happens here is this, uh, in this episode, they keep referring to how perishing cold it is, their mm -hmm. hands are getting yeah. signs of yeah. something, they don't even know what it is, it's some sort of frostbite, um, it's not frostbite though, because not, it's, it's some effect they have to start wearing gloves a bird is found dead you know yeah there's this escalation and the sense of the artifact is now even though inert it is somehow now having more of an effect yeah yes and then it's quite a mass goes on his uh, he takes the newspaper cuttings and he then uses it as a starting point to, to sort of his, his archive research and he starts mm -hmm. out in the like he ends up I think, in Westminster Abbey uh, nice nice touch from the mm -hmm. callback to the the, the the first serial and we learn that the, in that area there's been you know, ghost stories or sorry, ghost sightings since I think yeah since Anglo-Saxon times and although again this is very convenient and very quick for 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 for, for, info, for info purposes. It's it's I think it's it's still nicely uh, nicely laid. You find out that you know when trees were felled, mm -hmm. when a well was dug, with an underground yeah. with an underground extension calling forward to the the reason for the for the, for the dig in the film rather than rather mm -hmm. than the, 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 the housing. Um, and and this is this is where you watch. I think first of all you watch Quatermass rationalizing rationalizing ghosts these things happen when something mm -hmm. happens when the ground is disturbed ergo yeah. here's here's yeah, yeah here's, here, here's you know here's a here's, here, here's a process now it i also think this is very interesting as well when he said because he says do you see they're all disturbances of the ground yeah. you have to think about of course that's highly metaphorical of the digging down into the earth is also digging down into the various layers of consciousness mm. and once you go down once you go deep down and start digging things out bad things or unusual things start to happen I think there's clearly and um, you know this um, sort of analogy being made between so. the two yeah. when um, Rooney notes the um, the spelling of hob with the one B as we as was mm -hmm. called into the very first the very the very first shot um, I find it interesting because yeah they can they can talk Hob being a name of the name of the devil, uh, which whether or not it's well known or not is 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 put out there. They they mentioned Jack Hobbs, who's a, who's was a, a known cricketer um, mm -hmm. at that time, but no one mentions Thomas Hobbs. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was I wasn't entirely I wasn't entirely sure why. If if even if you don't assume people know Leviathan, you know it's 
but you know a story about the social the social contract of governance of human nature um mm -hmm. and that strong governance shouldn't shouldn't be resisted if it's you know if it's um if it, if it protects those, those and, and also the aliens are nasty british in short in, indeed and mm. if there's one image you associate with, with that's that you generally use on the cover of various ed editions of leviathan it's the giant yeah superhuman figure standing over the landscape made up of made up of lots of people you know dominating the the, the area rather like the martian does at the end uh, hob mm. does does at the end i just thought it was curious that no one um, mm. There's no, there's no reference to Hobbes, um, which didn't yeah. seem to me obviously. That may not have, been, that might have been considered too intellectual. Okay, you know, you know, you know. Sometimes you can easily imagine they use Jack Hobbes uh, strictly because everyone would have been familiar with yeah. the name. Yeah. Yes. Okay, I'm seeing too much into it. The other thing this brought to mind was um, was, uh, was 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 uh, Night of the Demon. Um, when they're he's it, it's, an, it's an academic here yeah, trying yeah researching supernatural occurrences and trying to trying to um, trying trying to trying trying to make sense of it. Although I suppose in, mm. in, in Night of the Demon it's, it's, it would be a different focus I suppose because then the viewer mm. is is several steps ahead of uh, mm -hmm. Dana Andrews because he he might be trying to rationalise things scientifically, but the viewers have already seen a literal demon kill people, so we know we know that it's very here we're. Um, we're we're as ignorant as as as, as, as Quatermass, mm. and we're 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 following his journey, and therefore it probably works works more effectively. Yeah, and I just mentioned something here that I was struck by. I recently rewatched uh, Forbidden Planet, nineteen fifty six, mm. the original mm. movie. Oh wow! And actually, I was amazed when I so I I watched it just about two weeks ago. So when I started rewatching all of this, I was actually really astonished at the. Uh, similarities of theme that I saw between the two of them, in particular, Doctor Morbius, again an alien race um, that is dead, you know, mm -hmm. but which is still having effects. And this, of course, um, Forbidden Planet has an absolutely astonishing uh, sound design, yeah. incredible noises and sounds. And actually, I have to say, Crater Mass and the Pit again, the noises that they use when the eerie things happen are really fantastic. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No. So it was it was really surprising to me to to mm, see yeah. this. And of course, Forbidden Planet would have been uh, uh, predates Crater uh, mm -hmm. Mass and yeah. the Pit. Yeah. And of course, it's also got monsters from the air, didn't it? No, oh no, exactly. It's mm. like literally the same thing. And and when you go into, well, sorry, a similar thing, I should say. And and there's the whole thing about the planet itself being an, an entire machine. And when you go again, it's like once you disturb, once you go down in, uh, you dig out. And in this, the case of the monsters of the id, is the you know again unconscious desires which we can't control. And yes. if we as humans can't control these things, they will kill us. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that. That's very powerful. Yeah, as well. Can't be the last time I saw Forbidden Planet. I really, really should give that a watch. Well, yeah. you know, have a look at it yeah, in yeah, relation to this well. movie because yeah. it would have. I mean, it was big, and it would have been out before. And you know, I know Neil um, was always um, certainly didn't seem to read a lot of science fiction. But he certainly must have consumed some of it in film, you know. Um, yes. So yeah. It's it's always really in, really interested me that Nigel Neal 
being one of the great science fiction writers, didn't have a whole lot of time for sci-fi. No, yeah. no, he doesn't. I mean, there's there's themes that I that that, that come up. I think like um, mankind's manipulation by older civilizations. I suppose you know he he liked he loved H.G. Wells, mm. um, with an obvious with with an, with an obvious comparison to to, to, to Martians. But I'm I think things like you know it's um, oh what's the the Hammer film of the 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 Ryder Haggard she. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which has the um, the older civilization um, treating the British Empire like like savages, like it treats mm-hmm. like it like it like 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 it treats indigenous like it, it treats in, indigenous people. Um, so I assume he was he was he 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 was he was he was aware of that. Um, but no, I don't know. I mean, there's yeah, you could you could find similar themes in you know you know extraterrestrial influences is you know Lovecraft stock in trade but whether he whether he whether he read him or not I'm, I'm, uh, mm. yeah. oh I yeah be surprised yeah. yeah I mean uh, I would normally be um, it's just because this is actually interestingly within a year or two of yeah yeah, uh, very much so, yeah. of Quatermass in the Pit and it was uh, only just because I had seen it recently I started to see this and it's partly uh, you know probably a certain amount of cultural as well mm. the zeitgeist and the Cold War and you know there is an uh, I mean I think people forget the paranoia and uh, fear uh, that was really prevalent at the time yeah I think that's, that's true that's, that's true back at the um Back at the spaceship, we have Sladen um, introducing um, sort of yeah, some much-needed informality, I think, to the to, to the pit scenes mm-hmm. he's making. He's yeah, he he, yeah, he he contrasts with how pompous Breen is about you know like he's, he's, he being being the being the lovable working-class you know, Brit, you know, and he makes jokes that are you know the weakness Breen can't yeah doesn't know how to, to handle that, and there's so much said about you know sort of. About class that the, the, the British audiences will, will, will immediately immediately latch onto, but I think it's also the what I imagine Neil's doing, give, making him seem like comic relief makes his Breen's sorry makes uh, Slatten's eventual eventual fate all the more I think all, all, mm. all, 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 all the more chilling, and his specialist yes. drill his specialist drill doesn't doesn't scratch the surface either, but the resultant sound vibrations of of that cause you know major reaction in in, in in everyone um and you know although it's although it's off screen like breen's sick um he vomits mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. that's that's yeah that that, that that seems fairly taboo uh in a way and it's something something that, yeah, a very strong indication that something that the that, that something mm-hmm. is wrong yeah um, it's a loss of control yeah, loss of is. physical control Absolutely. you know it's fun- fundamental to be with that but seemingly uh, nothing to do with with Sladen, Sladen's drill, a hole has opened in the, mm. in, the, in, the in the bulkhead, um, and I, th- again, like this could come across as like you know a really crass piece of plot development, but I think it's it's made to work as more like sinister trap baiting. Yeah, I actually, yeah, it's a very interesting yeah. point about this because I think there's something really eerie about yeah. it, you know, which is. It's like a reaction to, oh, somebody's trying to get in, right, and it's it's a waking up again of yeah. the ship, because the, and this yes. is also a very interesting thing, is that, you know, as they go on, they, uh, once they get into this compartment, which they're trying to break into, 
they start, well, certainly Quasimass starts to have these very imaginative ideas about the ship mm. itself and what it is mm. and how it is perhaps a kind of, has a consciousness of its own. So I think the whole opening up, uh, it's, it's, really, it's really odd because they've desperately tried to, um, they can't actually breach the, the hull and suddenly the hull itself allows itself it, it opens up to them yeah. and i think the opening up is it's not forced the ship allows makes it, it it does it itself i think there's a real interesting agency there and also uh, as we'll find out l literally letting loose demons <laughs> third episode ends with the revelation of what's behind the bulkhead and we see three small insight insect-like alien creatures they have horn-like uh, antennae mm -hmm. um, and then I think what's interesting about how this is shot Cartier he avoids the obvious cliffhanger of a jump scare because one of the creatures moves but it's mm -hmm. just it's just falling due to you know, pressure change or you know, as well mm -hmm. and Breen jumps um, but that's not that's not the end. The end of the episode is quite a mass saying, like they're all they're all they're 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 all dead. Uh, they're, you know they've been they've 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 been dead millions of years. And the fact that they've mm -hmm. already done what they needed to do five million years ago, I think, makes that a far more chilling ending mm. than a than a than a, than a than a than a jump scare would. Because you're going, wait, what? And then that's I think that's mm. that's that that's very helpful. Yes. On to the fourth episode, the uh, the Enchanted. Um, Rooney has to. Rooney wants, for obvious reasons, wants to wants to examine one. But now that the bulkhead's opened, they're 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 they're, they're decaying rapidly, and mm. I think they're variously described as you know, crabs, insects, locusts. In the end, Rooney just covers so-called anthropods. I think because it because it because mm. it, it covers yeah. it covers all the bases. But yeah. the unusual thing is they've got three legs. Mm. It, I do love that line where he, you know they're bringing out they're rushing all these trays out to get, bring out the insects. And he says, keep it level, it's leaking. Yeah. And it's just gross, yeah. you know. Yeah. You're not seeing anything. Yeah. It's a great example of using dialogue to uh, enhance what's actually happening. It makes it very tactile, yeah. 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 Actually, with three legs, is the only, yeah, is that an obvious War of the Worlds um, connection? I, I wonder about yeah. that as well. But I think it was mainly, uh, perhaps it was mainly to d make it distinctive from what is generally the case in our world yeah yeah just uh, we know this is different we know this is we know yeah. this can't we know this can't be of 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 of, the, of this planet um but to, to pick up on uh, the point you the point you just made more um Quatermass does come to some fairly quick th uh, theorizing of how the science of the uh, mm -hmm. of, of the craft works he's the we see there's nothing intrinsically that would lead, lead you to think that the the webbing or whenever we see that the creatures the creatures hanging on 
is the apparatus for operating the the craft, but he's mm-hmm. he he seems that, and it, as you as you as you suggest, it's possible that the uh, the ship is feeding him uh, this this information as he as he start as he starts to become influ- as he starts to become influenced. But this is where I think Breen ends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is too much for Breen, yeah. you know, at this point. I think I think this episode has a lot of resonance with the world, the the world, the world, the world, the world, the world we're 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 currently in, and people are people are, are, are de- deve- developing their their, their 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 theories of what will happen and what we need to do. But <laughs> the message seems to be: you can theorize how things should be, but as we're going back to the 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 the, the, uh, the group mentality, it doesn't matter if if those people in charge aren't prepared to listen, and then they mm-hmm. b- go off on their own simpler, more populist approach, regardless of what of the consequences. That 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 that's, that, that, that 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 spells disaster. Yeah, and and I like how Quatermass refers to as he's doing all the theorizing, and and then he goes, you know, I think these are old friends we haven't seen in a long time, yeah. and that. That's not just does not play well in the Breen universe. No, 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 no. Got, that, that's that Breen is not someone who would contemplate even I think even foreign being non-British in the mm. in, in in the bloodline, let alone let let let, let alone non non-human. And the other thing is that Breen has been affected, so he's getting erratic and angry in ways he hasn't before. Mm. And you know, good acting here. It's clear. He's not sort of in his right mind anymore. Yes. Yeah, that's 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 true as well. Um, when they go back to 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 Rooney's um, laboratory to 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 examine the creature, I, I do love how he's like he's got a handily illustrated walls <laughs> to ex- to explain the Martian appearance, which is very which is very which is very it's very useful. Uh, yeah. But but it's used to to. Um, uh, examine how the the, uh, the look of gargoyles or grotesques and the cultural significance of of of, of, of horns has, has has worked its way into in, into, into into human mythology. It's, I mm-hmm. think it's a bit it's a bit it's a bit too handy, but it's live mm-hmm. telly and options are limited, and we have to yeah. we we have we have we have we have we have have to have to move the story on. And of all the things that uh, you can accuse seventies Doctor Who of of nicking from Quatermass, and it's a lot. Um, <laughs> the uh, the 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 scene in um, I don't know if, if you've if you've watched it more but the scene in uh, a John Pertwee story called the, called the Demons, Doctor Who does oh, does yes. folk horror where he gives this patronising slideshow uh, on why horns are a symbol of power and it's clearly an alien an alien influence uh, and it's nowhere near as well done as it as, as it mm. is here as it is here here I think but significantly to the plot Breen however's theory is that it's a spacecraft it's a piece of Nazi propaganda flown to undermine British British morale and <laughs> even though it's been buried for five million years and yes, none exactly. of the none of presumably none of the captured Nazi scientists have ever mentioned it or have yeah. or, or, and haven't lost lost the lost the formula for making making faking such a thing um, it doesn't hold really any water but the minister buys it because well for a start there'll be a pre-existing anti-german prejudice in in in, mm-hmm. in, in britain in in the 50s and that's probably not to underplay the fact that the vast majority of the audience have been personally affected by by mm-hmm. by, 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 by by world war 2 and yep. 
and, and also also there's the sense that um, the very tr- very true thing that we know what we know you know in our hearts what we what we know the idea of knowing um, is actually more um, more important than facts and always has been you, you know if there's a thing you know even though it may actually be untrue factually and truthfully untrue um, it's still something we're more likely to believe no matter how absurd it might actually be on paper yeah I think um, we've had enough of experts uh, is sort of the sort of the go-to word for um, oh gosh and does that sound familiar today uh, yeah indeed that's not that's I mean, not from Quatermass in the Pit that's a direct quote from Michael Gove that's yeah yeah, that's, yeah. well yes but I mean that that fits what we've got in, yeah. what we see in Quatermass in the Pit it's interesting actually there was some um, work done some research done on what exactly constitutes an expert and why people don't trust them and um, actually an expert has to be epistemologically trustworthy or epistemically trustworthy. I can't remember which of those it is. And you, you, this, this sort of trustworthiness depends. It does depend on whether you're actually trained, but what depends more on whether people believe you're on your side to begin with. Mm, okay. So you have to actually be, they have to expect you to say something that's going to fit their prejudices first in order for them to believe you in the first place no matter how clever you are you mean and that's really interesting mm. yeah. it also comes up with you know the situation of Quatermass and Breen and the, the idea that it's a German hoax mm. I mean I, I would see Breen says it's just this is the breaking point for him he's like we owe our human condition to the intervention of insects mm. and it's just like no way he the can't affro- do the that affront, yeah. the affront yes yeah, can't well. do it. yeah so there's a decision made that it's all a hoax and a press conference will be set up in the, in, in, in the morning to explain it's all a hoax and don't 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 panic everyone and then so the the army begin to pack up as 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 as, as work at the pit will will will, will, will shut down uh, and this leads to to possi- possibly the most, either either one of the best known scenes, or I think uh, one, one, one of the best scenes, given that we're on we're, we're on live television with little scope for elaborate effects. Mm-hmm. What this, the the scene that follows is sold on doing the basics well and fundamentally the performance of of, of, of Richard Shaw. And is he? Oh, he's fantastic. It is. It is. Extra- it is. It is. Is 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 extraordinary. And as he begins to pack up. The sound happens. Either he's possessed or he's running in terror. But the way he moves his hands... Oh, man, it's so is, good. ...is the uncanny valley that slaps you. Uh, but it's it's done all in all, all on physical performance. And there's a maelstrom of sound and energy. And bless them, even on the you know, on, on the Blu-ray, they've even improved. You know, the, you can't see any of the strings uh, this time mm-hmm. as well. Um, but... and as he flees into the night, seek sanctuary by that most 50s British of things, a tea truck. The tea truck is, is you know, all, all, all the cups are destroyed as the thing as the thing follows him. He runs yeah. to the ultimate place of, of sanctity, a church, but mm-hmm. whatever's with him follows. And you have that episode four ending on the uh, the ground, the ground moving. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and uh, there's an alley he runs down and there's all these graves 
uh, gravestones set oh, yes, on the yeah. side of yeah. the of the wall as he comes towards the church, which is very evocative. I just love that scene. I love everything about it. Um, uh, when he comes running out with his hands, uh, you know, crooked yeah. and tight to his body, yeah. like an insect, actually, really, and 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 the way he runs, his also because I think this is in black and white, it looks amazing. Yeah. Um, because you've got the light and the shadows, yeah, the whipping yeah. lines. Um, the camera's actually quite low to the ground mm -hmm. when he's running towards you. Uh, it's just a super scene, very well directed, totally atmospheric and quite eerie. And I have to say the film is not as good in this section. No, 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 it is. I also don't no, think the Martians are as good yeah, in the film. No, it's, it's faultless. Yeah, yeah it's but faultless. yeah. Yeah, it is. This is this is. It's so good. It's so yeah. As he falls at the the feet the feet of the vicar, um, oh, what yeah. it, the and, we, and we learn whatever essentially whatever was in the capsule is now is now out, um, mm -hmm. and Quatermass is the only one who can stop it, and he's just been he's been um, made, rendered powerless by 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 his own bosses, and that's a that's a chilling ending, to, I think, to, mm. to, 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 to 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 episode four. In episode five is the wild hunt, and um, we talked about this earlier. But where this is where um, the vicar and Quatermass have their um, have their um, argument about you know, the sp you know he talks about Slatten encountered um, spirit spiritual evil, but Quatermass needs needs to know what what Slatten knows, what Slatten what Slatten says, uh, and then that which is why I think the vicar. Um, you see him react as Quatermass would 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 react to Breen, and that's that's chastising for for Quatermass. Mm -hmm. A good, a good, you know, a good shades of grey that um that Neil there's that a, Neil has with his characters. There's also a great fade from the insect to the gargoyle. That yes, happens, yes, that's true. Yeah, that's which I just love so much. It's just a simple thing, but it's very fantastic, which it shows again this continuity of the idea that this evil has been present mm. in our society and culture, or certainly in our unconscious um, for a long time. Yeah, that was well. And I like how Quatermass sees no contradiction between the science and, like, you know, he says, like, I think what's been uncovered is evil. It's as ancient mm. and diabolic as anything ever recorded. Like, he sees, yeah. he's happy to use a term like, like, like evil uh, mm -hmm. and sees no contradiction with science and 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 that and he just needs to use science to to understand it and i think that's mm. that was that was curious as well and then the interrogation that yeah. uh, he puts sladen under he's he's like i there's some the way that scene and again shaw's terrific here of describing the scene that he saw in his mind they, you know, I didn't see anything but them and jumping, leaping, and then you find out, he says, what color is the sky? And he says, the sky is purple. And this is when um, Quatermass starts to realize that this is a vision not from Earth, but a, a vision of the Martians on Mars. Had race memories been used in um, thing, in, in, in sci-fi writing up to, the, up, up, up to this point? When was, when was Dune written? Oh, no. Uh, no, June was written in 1967. Oh, okay, okay, so yeah, I'm wondering what, what, where we, where we, we might get examples of, of race memory being used as a, as a plot device. Oh, I mean, I, I, I think perhaps um, 
uh, you know, Neil is not a revolutionary here. I suspect it predated. No. Yeah, because I certainly I, think... It's in Lovecraft. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. It is in Lovecraft. Yeah. 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 And I mean, Lovecraft, for all that he was original in lots of ways, I don't think he was original in that. I think it yeah. predates Lovecraft as well. Yeah, yeah. I'd have to, I'd have to, I'd have to Google, I'd have to Wikipedia that now. <laughs> but I mean, I, I mean, I think um, this idea of trace, trace qualities from our ancestors is an idea that's been knocking around for a long time. Well, wasn't Lovecraft, um, Howard, you'll, you'll know this, wasn't Lovecraft influenced by um, Helena Blavatsky? Yes, yeah. basically, uh, Madame Blavatsky uh was all about race memory um, mm. and she was writing in the 1880s yeah. and, and writing and defrauding people in the 1880s mm. um, defrauding people spectacularly and beautifully and with a plomb um, well and if you but, think about it as yeah. well from a mythological point of view for instance uh, the idea of reincarnation and of uh, you know returning of coming back I mean, many cultures believe that uh, family members actually, um, uh, you know, are reincarnated versions of previous ancestors down the line. So that idea of getting knowledge, of having a through line back down to your ancestors is a quite an old idea. Yes, indeed. You believe that happened? I said it again. The apes were taken from this planet and... And altered, yes, yes. By selective breeding, by surgical methods, perhaps both. I suppose the aim would be to increase the intelligence. I suppose. But it would have to be carried out on a, on a huge scale. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes, if I'm right, if I'm right, we've come across just one single instance, sir. An accident, a landing that went wrong, and they all died. The Thames Valley was swamped then. You realize what you're implying? That we owe our human condition to the intervention of, of, of insects? Yes. I suppose I am. Indeed. So the hull of the ship uh, and the, the membrane, the, the, the Martians were... Uh, if we assume that Quatermass is, is is right and it's shown to be its method its method, its method of, uh, of, 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 of 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 control, uh, it's now established that you know the, the ship affects everyone in close proximity, and that's that's the that's that that, that that's the the source of the source of the hauntings. And um, mm -hmm. uh, we have Quatermass tries to use. Um, the encephal the optic the op the optic encephalograph so he can see what what slatten has seen in his in his in his in, mm -hmm. in his in his in his in his race mind uh, but it doesn't uh, it 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 doesn't really work rooney uh, again this is this is effective you know seeding for for for, for, for later rooney can't use, rooney's completely immune to to all of this we 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 establish will be eventual um but barbara now gets something um directly directly useful to do and she can um she uses the the 
it's, I'm going to call it the mind telly, as that's just... I think that's mind telly. Yeah, mind telly is a great term, yeah, I think. It's um, going to be that forever now. But uh, I, I, I just wonder, I mean, with... Um, Barbara being able to, uh, to, 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 to use the mind telly, does it suggest that Rooney's actually invented something far more impressive than something for which, for which he intended? I think that's... that's like, oh, yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. it's an uh, in- incredible, incredible it's invention, right. quite <laughs> yes. frankly. But um, uh, what I find interesting as well is they, how they keep referring to um, Barbara, who has been nothing but, you know, really good up to now as susceptible <laughs> you know yeah, that she's uh, you know susceptible to something and also i think it is quite clear not only is it a woman who's somehow tapping into her impulses before that it was a working class man and this is a very common trope in literature of this idea that um uh, you know working class people and women were somehow more attuned to things it's absolute rubbish, of course, but um, it was a very common um, depiction. Yeah. Yes, indeed. So, we we as the viewer finally get to see what Slatten has has seen, um, and Quatermass takes the the mind telly to to, to the war office to to, to show <laughs> to, to show that to show the minister, and we see uh, the Martians committing violence on each other, and um, well, they just it's described as like a the 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 wild hunt, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, we all know that they're popularised by 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 the Grimm and by Brothers Grimm has uh, it's a comparative folklore motif throughout throughout um, history. But Neil grew up on on the Isle of Man, didn't he? So is it the oh, what's it the moon the moon in Javegi? It's is that a man the the Manx um, folklore? I have no, no. idea. Well, the no? the okay. Manx. Um, the island is supposed to be a, um, a rock thrown from uh, by Finn McCool, who's an Irish giant. Right. And he throws a rock. Uh, he pulls a chunk out of Northern Ireland, in fact, and it, it becomes a lake. And he throws it into the Irish Sea, and it, it the Isle of Man uh, appears. Apparently, that's the legend on that. But yeah, there's a load. In in fact, there's uh, apparently a lot of theories about why it's called Man, and there. Are or I don't think right. there's an actual known reason, but yes, there's a lot of mythology around the Isle of Man. Islands always do have that, though. Sure. Although I've just, you I've know? just thought, what's the symbol of the Isle of Man? It's three legs. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. There we go. Yeah. It's That's, this is this is, this <laughs> is deep. race memory. This is deep. Oh. <laughs> oh, wow. But um, I, I'm reminded at this point, by the way, of um, the. Uh, I, I, I've, this has been on my mind because I was looking at Maura's, um, Maura's work and discovering um, that you've written for 2000 AD. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking of the, the classic 2000 AD strip. Um, well, they call it Slain, but it's supposed to be Schlorne, isn't it? Um, yeah. About the Celtic barbarian. And mm-hmm. in, there's a whole series where you, he meets the ancient, um, the ancient leader of the um, the Cuthrons, the Galesic, who's essentially just like a, a creature with a, a head with three legs around it, and he's basically mm. the Isle of Man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the Isle of Man is a race memory for that. Yeah. Well, uh, in yeah, in Irish mythology as well, it's a triplicy. Everything is in threes. So three is a very common and uh, uh, valued and sort of uh, important number 
in certainly Irish mythology. Yeah. And that, that predates... Um, yeah, absolutely. Catholicism and uh, the Catholic triptych. Oh, oh gosh, yeah, yes. yeah, by a long shot. <laughs> yes. I wonder. I wonder if the triptych played into that. Anyway, that's possibly. Uh, yeah, it's no, but uh, that thing about the 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 Manx symbol is very interesting, actually, because he was very proud of being. Indeed, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't born there, but he was pretty much raised there. Yeah. So. Um, Quatermass makes huge assumptive leaps when he when he gives the narrative about what they're watching, which I suppose you can uh, assume he's he is partly influenced uh, mm-hmm. by. But um, I know I'm, I'm I was probably reminded a bit of yeah you read uh, the Mountains of Madness where um, the protagonist gleams a huge amount of information, read, read a friendly info from the the walls of the Elder Things to try to try to try yes. to try to try and explain the story. But I suppose if like if he if he if he knows this um, in the way because he's in the way that he knows how the craft operates in 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 in, in theory. But um, I can't really blame the minister for calling bullshit on this. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very strange. <laughs> You know. Yeah, although yeah. going back to the Out of the Mountains of Madness thing, Sorry. and obviously I've, I've told this to you before, but the, the, um, the methodology that the professor uses in that story, where he basically interprets from a language that he can't read, yeah. is the methodology of uh, a guy called James Churchwood, who um, James Churchwood's read a whole load of tablets which were written in a language that he thought were called Narkal. And he derived from Narkal the story of the lost continent of Mew and Queen Mew and how Mew sank beneath the waves and its people seeded the earth and stuff. Uh, and of course, he entirely made it up, which makes it, you know, the, the, the books that he came out of it, which are like the lost continent of Mew, the children of Mew, the followers of Mew, loads of them. They've all got Mew in the title. Um, were you know they're all rubbish the tablets are actually written in mayan script which has since been interpreted but his methodology is the same as the methodology used by the professor in that lovecraft story and lovecraft had obviously read churchwood and you know if you now look at it in the sense of hindsight that whole scene makes a whole lot more sense if you just take it as bullshit (laughs) <laughs> brilliant yes okay it doesn't isn't true it's just this is just what i think but it's like it's completely yeah. made up i don't know okay of this as well but anyway the um the minister's assumption when he says like I, d- I don't believe any of this 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 is conjured up by the minds of traumatized people makes mm-hmm. i think i'd i'd be far more ready to very to, to, common to, to sense yeah it yeah. is actually yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I've been I've been against the minister for just blindly accepting Breenzo, but here, like, no, that's this is like your mind telly. Uh, I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not convinced by. It. But I suppose the power there lies with the fact that the viewer knows he's wrong. Um, yeah, and also special effects weren't that good in those yeah. days. Oh, yeah, but that's, <laughs> this, this like, is, literally, mm. no way you could have uh, made that except. Uh, you know, certainly within a you know within a few hours. Although, sure, although I mean, this, yeah, it, we, the um, the version in the TV series is better than the Hammer movie. We can clearly mm-hmm. see that they're on sticks and they're being like moved around by someone underneath the table. Yeah, we can we can give stuff. all we can give all power to the BBC visual effects department and is it Jack Klein and Bernard Wilkie. Yeah. This is really at the fir- their, their, their first their first big issue. Yeah. They're, they're trying, but yeah, it's it's not it's not so much uh, the limitations of that. I think we we accept that. It's the the fact that 
we know that the, and we can't really blame the minister for just like dismissing this because it's it's not it's 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 not convincing and then also i think that's a trope that comes in uh later on when the hero thinks he's got the winning argument plays this card and everyone goes yeah and no i'm not convinced and then there's that mm. then the build up of helplessness i can't stop the uh the the denouement it's um the yes the 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 um the press conference the press conference will go ahead and we know and mm-hmm. we know it it's go it it, it it's going to end in, in disaster i suppose why the why the ministry is so confident that it's a hoax that they'll have a live press conference is 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 another matter but uh, it's um i suppose it's good for showing how much just how much colonel breen's lost the plot by this by 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 by, by, by this point mm. and of course we had that line earlier which i do love we are the martians now you know? No. Yes. Yeah. Because well. yeah, that's the summary of uh, the fact that we are the inheritors of this uh, darkness. Mm. Let's just say. Yeah, that was as well. And you know, Britain and indeed uh, and indeed Ireland are, 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 are aware, are sympathetic. I think to the fear here, coming from less from the the impending threat of the of, of the Martians than from the willful blindness of authority figures leading us to disaster that we feel rather powerless to to to, to, to stop. Mm-hmm. Oh, but that's getting too depressing. I think it's going as well. Anyway, the um, the TV crews move in to cover the the press conference, and something happens by the ship, and for the first time, uh, we have a fatality. Mm. Um, the technician is killed, um, and the scene is is. Well, it's set for the for uh, for the final episode, but it's not confined to the local. The, Sorry, go. On. Yeah, the the ship. No, no, just that the ship is energized. Yeah. Essentially, yeah. The cable slips. Um, oh, yeah. Energy is poured into the ship, and this is the moment in which uh, whatever the ship is is going to go into full effect. Yeah, I mean, and the whole of Britain is. Well, this this won't just be the confined to the local area because the whole of Britain is, no. is is now is 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 now watching, which um, will be the uh, the conclusion to Neil's Halloween three script, won't it? You've seen mm-hmm. seen season of the witch. How have you but seen also, Halloween three? Also, actually thinking about this because obviously recently I watched the fourth Quatermass mm-hmm. for the very first time, in fact, and just thinking. Maybe the fourth Quatermass's situation is a result of what happens at the end of Quatermass three. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's still, it's still, it's still late, late there. Also brings to mind yeah. uh, the end of uh, the end of Ghost Watch. Um, mm. Oh yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I, assume, I assume Volk's a, 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 a Nigel Neal fan. I think that's probably what to say. Oh yes, yes, he is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's got an essay in the um, collection. Oh, okay. Yeah, Martians. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, it's um, the using uh, using this new medium of telly uh, in, in Finn. Well, this is now fifty nine uh, to, to, to 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 spread the curse. Um, so on to the sixth episode, simply titled um, Hob, and um, the ship now is a glowing glowing focal point, and we we switch to. Is there's people people in a uh, a, ne- a nearby a nearby pub, which uh, is like. If if um, the Chilterns are from you know, from an e- from an Ealing comedy, here we're into sort of a Patrick Hamilton n- novel of um, the reaction, the, the the interactions of of, of 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 people in a pub. But I think this is lovely with Neil th- showing through these people a sardonic commentary on on how 
Brits view an un, un, unfolding crisis mm. with with, al yes. with with alcohol. Yeah, in the pub. <laughs> yeah, in the pub. <laughs> yeah, and everyone's smoking. That's so funny when you look at. I'm always amused when I look at these uh, previous ones. You know, it's got darts and everyone's smoking. Yeah, it's okay, not. It's, yeah. it's barely been you know sort of ten, fifteen years since smoking was smoking was banned in pubs in 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 in, in Britain. What's the what's the deal mm, in what's yes. the deal in Ireland? Oh, we were the first country to ban it. Right. Yeah, they arbitrarily just did it, and uh, well, not arbitrarily. There were re good reasons, but yeah, the, we did it very quickly overnight, and the world didn't end. And uh, we we're, I think, the first country in the world to do it. And then everyone suddenly went, "Oh, then maybe, maybe we should do this too." I, I, the EU uh, probably would have uh, mandated it anyway. I think was the thinking. So. Was there much of a of a, of a pushback, or was it was it? Ah, oh, you know, people were annoyed, but yeah. guess what? Yeah. They um, most people had just put up with uh, cigarette smoke for years. Yeah. Were quite probably happy to be liberated from it. You know, it's just yeah, funny. No, it's I this, certainly was. Yeah, I was too. I mean, never a smoker personally, but uh, you know, uh, but it's uh, it's just something. Even today, when I watch old movies, uh, I I see them. You know, on airplanes smoking. <laughs> I'm just going. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I I, I watched yeah. um, I watch a lot. I watch a lot of old old 70s telly, and I love mm. like to see people sitting down having dinner, and one of them's like got a fag on the go while they're while they're smoke while people are sitting around the dinner table, and that's just that seems oh, so yeah. unbelievably alien that you would that you would strike up a cigarette during a meal, and it's oh that's, yeah that's, yeah it is funny yeah. how quickly Quick. that changed, yeah. you know how completely so so yeah. socially unacceptable. However, um, unlike uh, the smoking ban hysteria has gripped um, yeah, uh, the, that's for sure. the city. Lovely segue, and the Quatermass is 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 affected by it. And I think this is as well. It's uh, he won't necessarily save the day because he's 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 feeling the effect, and we're seeing um, mm -hmm. large scale large scale. That so, is so, one of my favourite things about this. The, yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. The Quatermass is affected. You mean? Yeah, yeah. I think the classic story would have been that Quatermass, because he's a scientist, is not affected. But they, I think that's a brilliant uh, thing that they did, that Quatermass is affected as well. Yeah. Yes. And it's Breen. Yeah, the fact sorry, go on. Sorry, how did it? No, yeah, Bre Breen, Breen is completely consumed by it, and it's mm -hmm. Roni who... Who saves? Yeah. I mean, yeah, he, he saves. Well, he saves Quatermass. He pulls. He pulls him out of the crowd, doesn't he? And he takes yeah. him to the pub, and he is that. Yeah, and it's it's him who does the does the final thing, that final act of sacrifice that saves mm -hmm. the day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. As we. As yeah, we because Quatermass is constantly has to fight this impulse, and so Rooney knocks him out of it for a while. But it actually, it's like a wave that keeps coming back, and then the closer he goes to the ship, the worse it gets. You know. Yes. So he's not in total control of himself at any time from this point onwards. Although, despite the reference that, that Rooney uses to bring Quatermass back, I can't imagine them on a fishing trip together. I can't. Do you remember that fishing trip? No, I don't. I can't yeah. imagine Andre Morel looking a bit angry, sat over the side, the, 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 the side of the road. But anyway, yes, he... he, he he he's, he rescues Quatermass and Breen is is consumed and he plays no part mm. in the resolution. His journey is over and is, in many ways I think has, has has been over for for some time. But Neil uh, now uses um, another device that's so common to, uh, as to be cliched. But then was uh, the use of um, 
a news anchor to 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 report to both report development and reflect scale. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. There can't have been too many too many examples of that before. We have, we have like U.S. reports that London is now is 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 is, is blacked out, and this is where we have the sequence with the the plane and the pilot. Mm-hmm. Is, yeah, but they can't obviously show anything, so it's uh, you know. But the, uh, there's I think it's, there's some blitz, there's some Blitz era stock footage, isn't there, that they they add in, but they can't yes. really show. Yeah. Um, but that's you know that's 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 that, that's horrible, and having you know, people report from the front line and then die as they report. I think again. It's something that's that's quite common now, but here seemed we're seeing Neil ahead of the curve, and and it's and it and it's and it and it and, it, and it's chilling. You stopped me. That's right, I stopped you. You're being dragged along. What are they people? I, what? I was just leaving the museum. I, I heard some shouting in the distance. There were police cars around. But didn't you feel it? What? Yeah. Anything? No. Perhaps some done. A few done. Fuller love didn't. It was what I was afraid of. The thing got a huge intake of energy, and Ronnie, it's the hull itself, the substance of it. This time, it was almost alive, and then, and then, and then you, you can't see this world anymore. Is it like that now? And it's also the, it gives you a sense of, um, it's an expanding yeah. area of effect. It's, um, as it's happening, because he's the pilot in the plane is saying, oh, and now another set of lights have gone dark, you know, and as, and then he uh, dips yeah. the plane to get down closer, and of course that it brings him within this, sphere even though in our minds it's just an imaginary sphere need you know neil has conjured it with his writing so once the plane goes into the sphere of influence the co-pilot is unconscious yeah. and, and next there's, thing there's horrible, the plane uh, crashes not, not, to trivial, not to trivialize anything but like the the chernobyl disaster and they were like fly no do not fly too close to this thing as well and, and yeah and and a helicopter did fly oh close god to yeah that was, was affected by not un, not understanding the sphere and it, sorry no in no way to, mm. to trivialize real life events but it's it it's it it, it, mm. it, it shows it shows the horror the spaceship is mm. melting now lovely sort of wax effect that they do there which have we, we have a classic mass mm-hmm. into mass into energy conversion and we have like a, whether it makes sense or not, but the mm-hmm. but a very very effective giant spectral Martian uh, manifesting, and they're they're doing their best with the with the scale and the, mm-hmm. the models can't quite work as well as, as on the on the on the on the film, but they 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 have a limited they they have a limited budget, but we have the most folklore ending as only Rooney can get can get near it, he has to he has to defeat the devil with iron, <laughs> it's mm, yes, and that's mm. it's um mm-hmm. it's. Is it iron chains he throws? Is it or something else? But earthing, earth, uh, earthing the power, but 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 Rooney dies, yeah. um, and very effectively, Cartier just blacks the camera, and you don't see anything for a moment. And that's I, I don't think you can get better mm. than that with what he with with, with what he has. The scientist mm. dies a hero. The soldier is an empty husk. This is this is this is no time for subtlety. I mean, this is. Mm. And the other thing that we should touch upon as well is Rooney's immunity uh, yes. makes him a target to everyone else. 
and Quasarmas himself wants to kill him mm. uh, at one point. And I mean, he even says, uh, Rooney says, when he was going through London, I was nearly killed a dozen times. And you know, he says, I, you know, you're different, and I can feel it. And clearly, uh, because of the Martian Wild Hunt pro programming, difference is wrong, and difference must be eradicated. And that's this evil impulse as well that Nigel Neal is clearly yeah. um, right. unhappy with. But we have, uh, as a final scene, um, bookending uh, Rooney's press conference episode one, we have a press conference with 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 Quatermass, which apparently uh, the BBC went to great lengths to try and to try and uh, exercise this the, this this scene as seeing it as too pontificating, um, but but Neil was never one uh. to never one to take criticism well. Neil was like no it no it no it no it no it no it stays in, um, but we get the fundamental explanation of mm -hmm. all the apparent evils of humanity of war, racism, are a result of. Genetic influence, and therefore, they are. I suppose that's a that's a nice twist on on Neil's uh, supposed uh, misanthropy. If he if he says all the all the bad traits of humanity are are unhuman, they've been they've been they've been introduced. Hmm. Yeah, and I mean, what's he say? If we cannot control the inheritance within us, yeah, this will be their second de dead planet. And it's a really good, um, I mean, I don't know. There's nothing wrong with um, putting in a, yeah, a, a few sentences you, like that at the, the end. people that are unaffected and people that have been the, the focus of the, uh, of, of, of the anger, they're, they're humanity's future. They're the people to give, to give, to give humanity hope. There are people that are free of the, of the, of, 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 of the taint. Yeah, yeah, the inheritance. That's yeah. Of the influence, the inheritance, yeah. And that's and that's and that's where we end it. I think it's, I think it's probably hard to overstate mm. um, Nigel Neal's influence on, on on film and television, and he wouldn't have had I think his longevity without mm. without Quatermass. I don't think Hammer uh, would have lasted as long as it did. I don't think uh, it spawned so many um, not necessarily imitators, but it's a progenitor of so uh, of, 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 of 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 so much. Mm. It champions the the science as a central hero. Um, it, cham it champions sort of reason, intellect, uh, understanding, and it shows violence to be to be to 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 to, to be self-destructive. Moira, what does what does what, what does it what does it mean to you? Yeah. And it, well, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. a great also crossover of horror and uh, science fiction, which is um, a particular love of mine. Um, and yeah, I just. I think I just I'm always interested in the intelligence of Neil's work of um, the 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 characters he always has humanity in his stories even when I, I think he did you get that definite impression that Neil despairs about yes. humanity a great deal of the time but he doesn't ever say we're completely you know that's the end of it. He always shows there are good people and that uh, people struggle against this and they and they try to make things better. Because otherwise, what's the point? I think would be, yeah, Neil's philosophy. What are your thoughts on the on the legacy of 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 Quatermass in the Pit, Howard? Well, I mean, obviously, you see, 
um, Doctor Who and the Demons, which is quite a mass in the pit for kids. You see all, all of early John Pertwee Doctor Who is pretty much the yes. all, all, oh, all, all of quite a mass. But the Demons. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. The Demons particularly. Yeah. yeah. Is Doctor Who for kids. Is, 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 is quite a mass in the pit for kids. Is exactly that. Um, I think... Yeah. Um, it's... It's an astonishing piece of television. It's really good. It's it holds up. So much of it holds up so beautifully, even though it's you know sixty years old. It it is. It it never faces ceases to be of a surprise to me actually. Just how we have this idea that old television might actually be a bit rubbish and hokey but this is not this is done with intelligence and with a sort of intentionality that is really never just that that never ceases to surprise and delight as well there's so many delights and and joys in it that's what I always think that misses from the from the film versions of the of, of the Quatermass. The sort of world building color that 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 Neil gives his minor characters. Um, yes. Yeah. That's we've only got you've, you've mm. got you know eighty minutes that they'll, they'll yeah they'll, they'll, there's running time you'll so you, you lose you you lose all of that and then lesser characters uh, suffer for, for for the main act. I think also this is going back to to, to what you said more about mm-hmm. how um, you're selling sort of the the, the what the, what happens or the suspense on on reaction rather than rather than rather, rather than seeing stuff as well, uh, just how good every actor is in, in this. Yes. There, there, there isn't a bad there isn't a bad performance. Mm. Special plaudits to to to, to, to Richard Shaw, um, who is who is magnificent as magnificent as Latin. Mm. And I still come back to the point that um, we may classify this in genre now, and this 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 is. You know, Perfect blending of you know ghost story into into to science fiction to to the extent that they're essentially the, the the same thing, but at its time there was no sense of genre television. This was prestige, prestige BBC One drama. Yeah, yeah this was ab- absolutely yeah. was mainstream before it was yeah. decided what yeah. before it was decided what yeah. what people would watch yeah. and people who would you know not consider themselves science fiction or fantasy fans and would not watch something. That was labelled as, as as cult before it even before it even comes out. This was this mm-hmm. was event this was event viewing, in the way mm. that you know Line of Duty is or you know, something. Mm. Yes. And I th- I think it's very important if you are interested in film and if you uh, want to write or whatever is that you really should have a good understanding of what's come before because. As a result, people are really only um, seeing echoes, or they're seeing, uh, which is uh, very common now with franchises, you're seeing reboots or um, uh, derivations of the original. So I think it's really important to go back and relook and uh, consider and ponder these earlier uh, films and TV shows which have spawned so much more. Uh, from them because I think because then I think you're only ever looking at echoes and often not as interesting as the original impulse 
Uh, I mean, 80s are now considered uh, vintage. <laughs> so, uh, well, it would be, you know, hate to tell you. Uh, so it's, uh, uh, so I think it's it's important. That I think I see sometimes with people, their filmic education is perhaps, uh, uh, you know, yeah, stops around the 2000s. The 1990s, maybe, or perhaps the 1980s, but actually, all the stuff from the 80s and 90s on is all like I said, we're all standing on shoulders of various giants, and it's really important to understand them. I, I, Neil is really was quite an extraordinary talent. Uh, unfortunately, uh, rather underappreciated, and uh, more, uh, it's yeah, great to see. Yeah, Mark Gatiss said he's as influence, influential as you know Dennis Potter or Alan Bleasdale. Yeah, is, as, as a, but because he because it was pigeonholed to, to, to genre yeah, later on. Yeah. Um, but the influence was um, mm. of even at the time. I think it was it made such a it made such an impression. It was uh, within a within a month that the uh, <laughs> the Hancock's half hour. Um, it's sadly missing, but the I don't know if you've heard the the audio of of the horror serial uh, when Tony Hancock turns up in the, in a beautiful inversion of the of the story. He turns up an unexploded bomb in his house and thinks it's an, thinks it's an alien spaceship. Uh, <laughs> and, there's, uh, and there's there's a lovely Hancock and oh nice uh, yeah it's, uh, it would, they didn't really have they didn't really have titles but they just it just just gets called the horror serial I think mainly because they didn't want to like, give Nigel Neal any because it was Nigel Neal's character mm. he wasn't he wasn't no, he no, wasn't but really he does actually word. say it's Hancock and the oh I see right he as well yeah I like and he has um, there's it's Acton is written on the bomb and he tries to con he tr he tries to convince he tries to convince bomb oh, no. that's Martian for Acton. <laughs> <laughs> Funny, um, <laughs> the goon it as well. But that's, I mean, that's immediate, um, immediate, immediate reactions to to to, to how much, to how mm. much, to how much it was, it was it, how influence it was. Let alone the 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 the, the later influence. Would you say um, Neil's been an influence on 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 your career, Moira? Um, uh, well, certainly since uh, mm -hmm. I've um, become familiar with it yeah I mean uh, yeah I, I but I, I would already have been sort of writing before I came across it but especially from a kind of if I watch a movie or a TV show um, there's part of my brain that's always analyzing uh, how information how the writing is being used um, and you know of course just just how the story the narrative is being uh, presented and untold, uh, unfolded, and I think um, Neil is consistently, you know, a really good writer. It's just he's he's great, and he's got fantastic ideas. That's the other thing, and I particularly like the work, the sort of outright horror, folk horror stuff he did later on with yes. ITV. So, I, I mean, I find them quite amazing. The Beast series is is um, yes. Beasts. I, yeah. Particularly when yeah. we're talking about um, reacting rather than rather than seeing um, during Barty's party is oh, yeah. is you don't see anything ever. Oh it's yeah. Just a two yeah. And it's utterly terrifying. Yeah, yeah, it's basically you can make that as a radio play. You may be covering that in a in a in a in a, in a, yeah. in a future. No, no, no. That's absolutely that's absolutely fine. I would look. Oh, sorry. Yeah. We won't go well. anymore onto onto it. But yeah, I mean, I I I I just think that series, and I only saw them 
oh fairly recently a few few years back when I was I basically went through a yeah, period sure. where I tried to watch everything I could by him and uh, I came across those and I was just blown away by most of them not all of them but um, within all of them there's really great stuff um, Warren McHugh, thank you so much for your time. I hope you've. Uh, I hope yes. you've been. Um, it has been a real pleasure. Oh, thank you. It has been. Thank you for the invite. Thank you. <laughs> Birdcast is presented by John Deere and Howard David Ingham, and engineered by Emma Cooper. You can find us at birdcast.room207press.com, and on Twitter as Birdcast Calling. Thanks for listening. Yeah.